Hi, this is Shanna Borman here with Straight Talk and Honest Advice. This is the podcast that I started to explore a person's journey and making a decision to get a divorce and what that divorce process looks like and then how do how does someone rejoin the law the land of the singles and get back into their uh, groove I guess after after divorce is finished. And I started this podcast so we could explore these things because I feel like people will really benefit hearing other person's feelings and struggles. Um, you know, feeling like you're alone in the feelings that you're experiencing is really isolating. And I, I think if people could share, um, they would probably be able to make the decision a little bit easier. And so today I'm here with my friend, Diane. So Diane, thank you so much well, for thanks. joining us today. Thanks for having me. Um, I'd like to talk to you today, Diane, about your personal journey, okay. right? So can, can you tell our viewers uh, what your journey was like in you know, making the decision ultimately to file and then what that, you know, what were the struggles? Okay. First struggle was knowing that I should have been divorced over 20 years ago. <laughs> and <laughs> I, you know, I think within a couple of years of being married, I realized that this was not a really good relationship or marriage, but I stuck with it because I had four children and I needed to you know, watch them to take care of them. And hopefully, yeah, I actually, I'm, I'm such an optimist that I felt like things would get better. And I guess it wasn't the case. It just progressed and got a little bit worse. And 20 years ago, I just, I think that's when I had had enough. And I, I wanted to get a divorce then. And, but I let fear stop me from doing from getting the divorce and it was the fear of not knowing if I would be financially independent um fear of not knowing where I would live it was it was a stupid thing in my mind that said I can't get a divorce yet because I don't know where I'm going to live I don't want to live here where do I want to live and believe it or not just that one little thing kept me from moving forward because if I don't know where I'm going to live, well, there's no sense in me even getting a divorce. Right, right. And that fear, I mean, it just really paralyzed me and kept me from moving forward. And then here it is 20 years later. And I finally realized that I have just a short period of time now for the rest of my life to do what I have always wanted to do, but I let fear stop me from doing it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it, it's, I just, I knew that, that this was something that I had to do for myself, bar none. I, I just, um, now I'm just lost. It was time for you. Huh? It was time for you. It was, and I remember you, <laughs> it, it was time for me. And I know for us as women, more so than with men, that we are givers and nurturers. So we spend most of our life with our children and our families giving to them. And we spend little time giving to ourselves and finding out what is good for ourselves. Mm -hmm. We are so rushed in this day and age that we don't spend that contemplative time that we need to be spending on, and looking at ourselves and our lives. I'm not saying that as being selfish, but we need to be a little bit selfish about ourselves. Mm -hmm. it's, it's an imperative. That's right. I mean, self-reflection mm -hmm. 
you know, what they say in those airplanes is so true. You got to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you can put it on your kids. There you right? go. <laughs> you have to save yourself. Who is, who's going to save you if you don't? That's it. Right. Because there's nobody there that's going to catch you. That's right. So, yeah. And when it comes to time to make that choice to say, I have to put the oxygen mask on myself, mm -hmm. you know, the, the fears that you have allowed for so long to paralyze they, you. They disappear. Right. They disappear. And I'm not saying it's just like in one step it all disappears because that's not true. Mm -hmm. I think that that you can see the light at the end of the tunnel, that you can see that you this step deciding on divorce is the hardest that you will ever have to do. Uh, I spent many hours contemplating it, praying over it. And I finally realized that this is what I needed to do for me to have a better life. Mm -hmm. And I think also for, for my husband to, to have a good life for himself, you know, because, because it doesn't take just one person to make a marriage or to make a divorce. It's two. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there were things that I did that was aggravating to him. Mm -hmm. So getting the divorce is actually better for him too, believe it or not. Oh, absolutely. So, um, absolutely. I mean, you know, your kids say to you, you know, you deserve better. Well, mm -hmm. so does, so does my husband. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, you know, um, but once, once I filed for the divorce, there was a sense of, of inner peace and knowing that I have now this whole last half of my life to do what I want how I want to do it. You know, and when, one of my big things on my bucket list was to learn how to kayak. And within a couple of months after filing for divorce, I went out and kayaked for the first time. Go, girl. And that was, yeah, and it was like I had let fear determine that I, I couldn't do that. You know, I just, you know, there's no way. But I did it. And then it was like, this is such a joy. I'm going to do it all the time. I'm buying me a kayak. <laughs> right, right. And, and you know, this. what is it about that that, you know, why would you say I can't kayak, mm -hmm. right? Why did you allow that, you know, I'm married, I'm unhappy, so that unhappiness pervades to everything. Everything, right? Everything, yeah. You just deny yourself mm -hmm. joy. You yeah. deny yourself the things that could possibly make you happy because you're such in, in such a bad place. Yeah. You, you're, yeah. Mentally, you're in a really bad place mm -hmm. and it's, you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, mm -hmm. but I think you need to focus on what would happen if you filed for divorce. What would, what would your life look like? Exactly. You know, so that, that, you know, you have to keep the positivity in there. Um, and that will help you. And I think Another thing that helps you in, in the divorce is also the support that you get mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So from, from whomever. Like, I remember you telling me, you, you, do you have a tribe? <laughs> need a tribe. Everybody needs a tribe. That's exactly right. And, and I think that that's a very good definition of what it is that we need to help us to get through. We've already made the decision to divorce. So then the next step is having the support around you that will keep you focused on going forward, you know, looking for the future. Yes. Looking for that better. Yes. Absolutely. What's better. Yeah. You know, once you make the decision, there comes, you know, you mentioned the sense of peace, right? Mm -hmm. it, did you find that it was almost as though it was the first time you had made a decision for yourself that, that you knew set you up for that better future? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And, and was there some sort, was there a sense of self 
worth that came from that? Yes, very much so. I, you know, I was never really in a lot of ways able to make a decision about anything in my pre-divorce life. It was, I was only, I mean, I could give input, but I was very rarely looked to for, to make a decision about anything. Yeah. So getting, walking through the divorce, it's allowed me to, th to know that I am capable of making these decisions and I'm, I'm, I've got years of experience behind me. So I, yes, I'll probably trip and fall a couple of times, but that's okay because I've got people there that will pick me up and help me to go on. Mm -hmm. How empowering. Yes. Right. Very much so. What an so. empowering decision to yeah. have made after yeah. 43 years. Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> after 43 years of feeling less than powerful yeah. yes. to now come into a place of power, to now come into a place of, of value. Yes. Right? Have yes. you, have you, how have you, how have you been, um, I guess, met in, in, in not just the tribe, right? Not the yes. ones who are in support of you, mm -hmm. but how have you been met otherwise? Like how have other people taken your decision? You have adult children. How's uh, that going? Well, we want to just focus on the kids. That was a very difficult. And I, they were very angry with me. Um, when they, I, they first thought that I was, the first thing was I was sneaky and I didn't tell anybody in the family that I was filing for divorce. So they got offended because I didn't say anything. And I didn't tell their father uh, that that I was filing for divorce. And so there was the anger from that. And then it just progressed and got incredibly worse, which I was not expecting at all. Mm -hmm. Because these are the same kids that told me for many years, Mom, you and Dad need to get a divorce. You are not happy with each other. You need to get a divorce. Mm -hmm. So it happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm the bad person. <laughs> right. You're seen as the villain. Yes. When really what you're doing is something they expected. Yeah. The entire time, time they were growing up. And I still, I mean, it's been almost a year since we filed for divorce. And I still have a couple of my kids that are not talking to me for, for whatever reason. And the, I, when they started accusing me and attacking me, I told them, I said, you know, this is a really difficult time for me. Could you please just back off, not interfere? This is not a divorce from you or divorce mm -hmm. from anybody else in the family. It's a divorce between your dad and myself. Mm -hmm. And that's all it is. You should not be affected one way or the other. Mm -hmm. But for some incredible reason, they were affected. Has that, has that made you question your decision any? Did, have you experienced any self-doubt as a result? No, it actually that? made me angrier. <laughs> <laughs> really, I was angry and sad at the same time because I was angry. It's like, wait a minute, you, you, all those years you've been telling me to get a divorce, and then, then I get it, and now you're mad at me for this. It, there's no, it's a catch twenty two. Mm -hmm. You're damned if you do, and damned if you don't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. And and I'm hoping and praying that eventually the kids who I, I call them kids are all in their forties, but. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to God that one day they will realize exactly. Well, I hope they don't have to realize it like you realized it, you know, because yeah. karma's a bitch. Yeah. If they have to go through what you went through. You certainly don't want that, <laughs> no. right? I know. Right. I, I, and I wouldn't, I, 
I wouldn't have to lay that on them. I wouldn't want that to happen to them. Right, right. But, um, yeah, the the kids were probably the, the worst ones. I mean, uh, some friends that I spoke with were, you know, I can't believe you're doing this, but it it wasn't it wasn't a, a condemnation so much as gee I thought you guys were happy and right you know. the front yeah and we we do uh, you know present a very very good front mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we've been doing it for years for sure for sure <laughs> the most the most dysfunctional families present as perfect yes right. absolutely oh boy yeah right mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. you don't know what happens behind closed doors no. No. In in your particular situation, Diane, did you find that um, after you filed, your the, the dimensions of your relationship with your spouse changed? It actually did, which is the mm -hmm. most amazing thing. Mm -hmm. um, at the beginning, he was very angry at me and, you know, just didn't want to do anything. He was just going to be a pain in my butt. But over these many months, the... the dynamic of our relationship as husband and wife or and soon to be ex-husband ex-wife changed one of we're the best of friends is that right and kid you not it, it's just the strangest thing um he's been very kind and i guess i've been very kind to him too so we've i was totally floored i think maybe it's because I wasn't angry the whole time, you know, all these going through the divorce process that I didn't show him a lot of anger, except maybe in the first when he was very angry at me. Mm -hmm. But after that, it evolved into this is the life. This is what's going to happen. And he would try to interfere and um, say something like what he used to say before. And I would just ignore him. Mm -hmm. And boy, that felt good. But, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think he realized that I have evolved into a different person. And I think he likes this different person better than the, the one before the filing of the divorce. Isn't that interesting? It, it's very strange. It is very strange. But it makes for a good working relationship between the two of us right. going through the divorce. I, th I think the worst thing that you can do is to have this animosity between yourself and your ex. It doesn't solve anything. It, in fact, it makes matters worse. Right. If you can find in your heart to, to be kind to each other, that things will settle and be better for both parties. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, that's just my own view of what I've seen. I've had so many clients tell me the exact same thing, Diane. Yeah. You know, that they're much better friends with their former spouse than they ever were friends as spouses, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. And I, and I have to wonder if that isn't because they're coming from a place of more equality at yeah. that point. You know, absolutely. I agree with you on that. You one. think so? Yes. Um, I, I mean, maybe that's what it is in your situation. Mm -hmm. Now he sees you as not a, a, you know, lesser. Yeah. I think know. he's, he's always thought that, you know, I'm, I'm too kind and I'm so naive and I just believe the best in people. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, everything, that's the way he believed before divorce. After divorce, it's like I took control of my life and have made decisions that you know, he would never allow me to make to begin with. And he never would and have thought you'd make. Yes, exactly. And it's all of a sudden he's seeing this other, this assertive person that, that can, 
you know, I am optimistic. I, I don't dispute that at all. And I am naive because I, I believe in the goodness of people. I just, that's who I am. Mm -hmm. And I will always be that way, but I'm not stupid either. Mm -hmm. I, I do have a brain in my head and I can look at things and determine if it's good for me or bad for me. And I think before then he just, he didn't see that part. He didn't see that part at all. No. Well, I love that for you. Yeah. Oh, I love myself. <laughs> well, of course you do. But I'm just saying. I mean, I love that he's actually seeing that. Yeah. You know, yeah. that he's that his eyes are open enough to be able to see that. Yes. And you know what's interesting to me is that he's seeing that, but your kids aren't. No. Why is that, do you think? Well, they're they're not there most of the time. I have one that that is around us and she's actually changed her view. I don't know if it's all the way, but I think the divorce affects her the most in in, you know, what goes on because she works for us. Mm-hmm. And she may not have a job after this. So I can understand her um, resentment and her anger more than I understand the other ones. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But she has, she's come around and, and become, mm, I can talk to her again like I once was. She Good. used to be my best friend, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. I know that was a big loss at yeah. that point. Yes. Very much yes. so. Hurtful loss. Very. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to parents of adult children who might be contemplating this? Would you, do you have any words of wisdom in that respect? <laughs> Should they allow their adult children's fears or reluctance or kind of resentment to impact their decision? No, I think that the decision should be between you and your spouse and that you should not allow your children to get in the middle of it. There is no reason for them to be there. It's, it, you know, it's just, they, they want to have their opinion heard and it's it's it should not have any effect on on your decision or your spouse's decision they need to just stay off to the side and wait for the, everything to blow over that's good advice then, at any age yeah you know joke. Right. i mean any age you know <laughs> what um you know divorce is hard it can lead to better things though oh yeah right yeah what do you what would you describe as kind of the things that you are um looking forward to Oh, God. Well, first thing is moving. I actually have a place to move to. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I will be living with or around my siblings. And that that is a great, great thing for me. I've, I've always enjoyed being with my siblings. We travel together. So you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to traveling as as a tribe. Mm -hmm. um, I'm there's just. To me, the world is the opportunities to enjoy your life are endless. Mm -hmm. You just have to be out there and make yourself available to whatever comes your way. And that's what I'm looking forward to. When this divorce is finally over and done with, you know, I, I've already started, like, I, the place that I'm moving to, I'm, I already have a membership at the gym. Um, I have a trainer there. I have um, uh, joined a book club from there so and and also kayaking with my niece and and her husband mm -hmm. so there's all of these things that are waiting for me when the divorce is final and I'm waiting you know getting a house mm -hmm. you know so mm -hmm. this is I have nothing but 
joy to look forward to. These opportunities that you just have to reach out and grasp. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They're there. Yeah. They're, they're there. there. And it's more than just envisioning them. You know, you, you're not just sitting in your room saying, I would like to be, you know, I don't know, for me, a size six and, you know, yeah. cute, right. I mean, you know, I would like to, I, these are things that you're actually, you wanted. Yes. And you've set yourself up now because you pursued the book club. You've, yes. you've found a trainer. You've mm -hmm. found that, you know, you found the place for you to enjoy yourself. I just did, it determined that I wasn't going to let fear rule my life anymore. Mm -hmm. That that if I want to enjoy the rest of my life, then fear has to be on the back burner, and my wants and my needs and become first and foremost. And what would I like to try next? And where would I like to go next? That's mm -hmm. to me. That's very important to my mental health, and you know, moving on with my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, I'm excited for you. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited for myself. <laughs> Is there anything you would now, right, looking back, tell your younger self? What would you tell her? What would you tell Diane from 20 years ago? Maybe even Diane from 30 years ago. Hmm. The the one thing is just don't be afraid. Don't don't be willing to step out and be willing to take on whatever comes, whatever battles are there. Be willing to do your best for yourself. I, you know, to, to look out for yourself. Um, it wasn't always the, for me, that, that I did that. Mm -hmm. And I would wish that I did. Isn't that the lesson we want for our kids? Yes. Right? Yes. You know, I always kind of think when I'm talking to clients, I say to them, you know, what example are you setting for your children? Mm -hmm. Right? What example as a as a wife, you know, what what be what treatment should she expect from her husband or, you know, yeah. what treatment should she give, you know, right. or he? Right. And, and and I think that kind of is is also where you're coming from mm -hmm. here, right? Yes. You know, what do you deserve? What did you deserve then? <laughs> More than what I got. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's interesting, yeah. Yeah. right? It, it really is. Um, but again, I look at it, that's the past. And I, I'm, I have to keep my focus going forward. Mm -hmm. Absolutely mm -hmm. forward. Because that will help you through the divorce process more than anything else. And it's, it's hope. Hope of a better life, mm -hmm. you know, a hope of whatever you're looking forward to doing. So I just encourage people to, to focus on what's going ahead, not what they're leaving behind. But as in anything, th the experience that you have behind you will help you with whatever you're going into now. It's, it's, we don't want to dismiss the history of our life, but we do <clears throat> want to take that with us to remind us of what we shouldn't do, you know, or, you know, or, or shouldn't accept for ourselves as humans. So, you know, that's just where I am. <laughs> you, you take your past as a lesson for the future. Absolutely. I, yeah. I don't want that anymore. Mm -hmm. And I want more of this, like more, I want more salt. Yeah. I want less pepper. Exactly. You know, I want more great treatment. I want less conflict. Yes. I yes. want more happiness. I want less sadness. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. And when you were looking for a lawyer, Diane, going through that process, what were the things that you thought you needed? Oh, wow. 
I know the, the process of looking for a lawyer is just probably one of the hardest things. Uh, I went, I didn't want to ask my friends because I didn't want them to know that I was considering a divorce. Um, so I went online and Googled. <laughs> Dr. Google knows the, all. The, the top 10 divorce lawyers in this area. And then I went to the top three lawyers, and you were in the top three. And I looked at the websites of each one. And I have to tell you that, that yours struck me the best. Number one, because of all the advice that you gave on your website with all the different um, videos that you had that you offered. The, the fact that you were, to me, very, very straightforward in, in what you were, were talking about and, and the honesty was very evident and there was no BS. And I, I'm sorry, but I, I can't stand lawyers that's gonna sit there and BS me just so they can make the price go up. You know, it's, <clears throat> I want somebody who's gonna be honest, who's gonna tell me, okay, you need to do this, this, and this. If you do this, you can save money. If you don't do this, mm -hmm. I, we're gonna have to charge you. Mm -hmm. So, and I think your, even your website, it says, well, if you do all of this stuff and it's there, it's written, then you you won't have to pay as much when you come in to see us, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And and I think that that was probably one of the things. Plus, I looked at your background and and your your history of of being a lawyer, and that also struck me. And I think it was you were in law school, and you were on was it a court? Was it a moot court yes. or something? Yes. yes. And and I thought, okay, I know this. This is good. Okay. Um, so I, I looked at all of that and I, I thought this is, this is the person for me because the other websites that I went to, um, were just very dull and boring. <laughs> just very dull just, and boring. I, it was, I mean, it was just your standard, I'm a divorce attorney and I can save you money. You know, this, mm -hmm. this, I, I didn't want that. I wanted someone that I felt could fight for me, be my friend. I mean, I, I look at you and you have just been like all of these things. You have been the, the, the friend, the support group, the cheerleader. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I mean you, you, have, you wear so many hats and you do it so well. You're kind. You're and kind. No, well, I, I just, I, I truly, really, really appreciate and what you have done for me personally. I mean, it's just, I never thought that I would find a lawyer that gave a darn. I'd rather say gave a damn, but I well, guess we can't yes, say gave, <laughs> gave a damn. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, you're, if you're in my house, you know you were going to say gave a no. damn. Right? You know that. You know that. But I, I just, people so often just rely on everybody's um, interpretation of what a good divorce lawyer is. And I think sometimes you need to get out and meet the lawyer first before you make up your mind if this lawyer is good for you. And I know it costs a penny to go in and see the lawyer, but it's well worth your time and your money. Mm -hmm. um, I knew as soon as I met you the first time, it's like, oh, damn, this, there she is. That's my girl. 
This is such an interesting conversation to have with you because you have a son who's a lawyer. Yes, I do. And so, so what, what advice do you give your son? You know, you need to be this kind of lawyer. You need yeah. to have this on your website. Oh, and, and you know, and we talk about this, the honesty, the honesty of, of a lawyer, because most people, when you think of lawyer, you don't think of honest. Right. I mean, for well, most, straight talking, honest advice, honey. That's exactly. And that's it. And that's you. And this is what I, I, reiterate to my son. I said, the best thing that you can do for people, for your clients is to be honest and straightforward with them. I said, you, you know, that's how you get more clients mm -hmm. when, when you are dissembling and hiding things and, and not giving the true fact of what's going to happen, then you'll end up not having any more clients. You just, I think the greatest thing I, I remember asking you, well, how much do you think this will cost, you know, for, for the divorce? And you absolutely, to a T, said, it'll cost you this much. And I'm going, holy cow, she just told me. Because most lawyers won't. They'll say, well, it could be this number, but then again, it could be this number. So, you know, there's, there's that dissembling again of not giving a legitimate response to your query. Mm -hmm. So, um so I like that. I, I like the 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 honesty, the straightforwardness. I I don't any I don't like anything that's couched in in fifty dollar words that nobody can understand. You, but you know, Diane, not everyone wants to hear something they don't want to hear. That's true. But you know? sometimes they need to hear. It. No, absolutely. <laughs> I think everyone needs to hear yeah. what is true, yes, right? But yes. not everybody wants to hear that. That's true. And so, giving the honest advice, I think, is a lot of times the hardest part. Yes. The hardest thing to do. Yes. Because blowing smoke is much easier. Telling you what you want to hear is much easier. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, honestly, don't you think? Yeah. You, you're probably absolutely how you spent right. 43 years. You know, yeah. Telling him what he wanted to, <laughs> yeah. wanted to hear was how you spent 43 years. Yes. Right? And but I mean, that's. Taking that path where you're going to give somebody the straight up mm -hmm. honest truth, that's the harder path. I think so. Right? I think but so. finding somebody that does that, I think is, I, I agree with you. I think it's critical. I think for me in my own dealings with people, I've always been honest and straightforward. Mm -hmm. And I expect that of the people that I know, that, that I meet, hopefully. And and I knowing you and meeting you the first time, it's like there was just this click. And it everything fell into place. And I go... She's it. She's that person. She's 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 my person. <laughs> Quote unquote. My person. What she sees, what you get, right? So sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. You know, right? When you are um looking at kind of self-reflecting right now, are you happy with where you are? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I really wish that the divorce was already over and done with, but it'll be there when it gets there. I've that's one thing I've learned is is well, I'll say I've kind of learned it, is to be patient. Mm -hmm. uh, divorce is not a quick process. Uh, for for people, it could go, I know, I've heard that it can go on for years. But um, I think inevitably it takes longer than you want it to. Exactly. Exactly. It's true. like I was ready to have the divorce over finished within three months. Mm -hmm. And I was celebrating that this was going to happen. Mm -hmm. I was very, very disappointed. Very disappointed. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, it is what it is. And, and I'm, I'm looking forward to being. Well, and, but just like it, you, you file at the right time because that's when you're ready. Mm -hmm. The divorce is done at the right time because that's when it's yes. ready. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you on that. Ab absolutely. And I think we're to the point where I'm ready. I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So, but, uh, okay. Wrap it up. I'm going to ask you this, Diane. We've talked about your past self. We've talked about what note, you know, what message would you give young Diane? Mm -hmm. What note today would you give to your, your future self? What do you want to look back in, you know, in five years and say, you know, when I was doing that podcast with Borman, I thought to myself this. Keep that in mind. To look, to, to look at my future self and, and say, mm -hmm. that future self will have done so much, will have accomplished so much. Mm -hmm. um, there is no end in sight as to what I can't, can do. Mm -hmm. I, there is, so looking at that future self, I see nothing but successful emotionally and, and uh, mentally, just in what, whatever I endeavor to do, whether I fail at it or not, I'm going to be happy. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it, it's just that it's inevitable that we will fail at things in our life, but we have to take that failure and, and move on mm -hmm. and turn it into a positive. And I mean, I'm just, I'm looking forward to the failures as much as, as the wonderful times and, and the things that I plan on doing. Well, I'm excited for you. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for talking to me today, well, thank Diane. You. Thank you. You've been wonderful. Much. Yeah. You're a darling. Thanks. Love you. <laughs> and thank you so much for joining us today for the podcast, Straight Talk and Honest Advice. We'll be back next time.